Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Well, well, big show. Wendy's Big Show up hot and fresh here on the fans. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler with that leap broad available today. If you want to get his Leap Rod today before it hits stores, you can do so. 414-531-LEAP. 414-531-LEAP. You call that number now, and you can go pick it up this weekend uh, before it hits grocery stores. And Leroy is saying uh, the price you can pay for it now is going to be uh, you know, uh, more inexpensive, I, I guess, yeah. uh, than what you're going to pay maybe in a grocery yeah. store later. Who's eventually going to be carrying these things? Do we have those deals worked out? Oh, it, it takes a long time to get them in the store. It really does. We've been talking to Pick and Save for two months, and we're getting, it'll probably be in the spring, maybe. Really? You just never know. I mean, it's a lot going on. I mean, you have to create barcodes. You got to make sure it get people look at it. I mean, it's a lot. I thought it was easy. You just throw them in there, but no. It's <laughs> I can't just throw them It's not them as in easy there. as no, you no, thought, you can't huh? just throw them in. No. You can't just no. throw them in. Well, I, knew, I know my barcodes with Pick and Save, because I work with them. But other people have different barcodes set up. I mean, this would be sooner, later. But if you are somebody that want to maybe save a little piece of change, it's going to be different when they get in the store. Then people know there's a different margin for that. But that's why I thought the, the fan base would benefit by having them now before you see them in stores everywhere. All right, let's check in now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline with our guy Rob Reichel from Forbes. Hey, Rob, yeah, thanks Rob for coming Reichel. on. Hey, Spark, you, you keeping those two goofballs out of trouble? Uh, yeah, yeah. One we're, of them. We're, we're doing really One good. I mean, got to deal with the Laker fan, Leroy. <laughs> but other than that, it's fine. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Hey, Rob, I guess first things first, before we get into the Packers, I kind of want to pick your brain on what else is going on in the NFL with COVID-19. I, I saw some of what you were saying on social media the other day. I have a uh, person with the Jets tested positive. They sent their team home. Uh, and we'll see what happens, what that means for the game this weekend. The Titans game obviously postponed uh, yet again, uh, and that's looking like Tuesday. Monday is Patriots and Broncos now as the Patriots are playing it safe uh, as well. We talked yesterday about whether or not maybe these teams should forfeit. A great piece uh, written by Mike Sando uh, from The Athletic, uh, from a lot of anonymous executives with the NFL of what they think should happen. Uh, What do you think, Rob Reichel, should happen to teams that have – Huge outbreaks. Yeah, that's the key word to me, Spark, is huge. And I guess it's a gray area, right, what you define that as. Um, I mean, 
when when you're in the middle of a, of a pandemic, you, you can't run and hide a, a 24-7, 365 from this virus. It might get caught. Somebody may pick it up somewhere. But, but when we start to talk about the numbers getting crazy like we have right now with, with Tennessee and, and it causes you not to move just their game but future games and things like that, I think, Spark, like you said, Tennessee goes to Tuesday. You know, we're in back-to-back weeks here where the Patriots are bumped a little bit. We'll see what happens with the Jets if that if that even gets played. But, Spark, I mean, if, if it's that high and it, the numbers are, are that extreme, I, I think you've got some cases of recklessness potentially going on inside sure. that organization. Well, and, look at the Titans. They, they apparently mm-hmm. held a team practice the day Correct. after their facility got shut down and people got pictures on it. And, and, it, and if we start to see cases of that happening in situations of that, Sparky, um, then yes, I, I, I mean, I, I think like, like I think I put on social media, actions have consequences, and 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 that, and that's what it's going to be. And and then a team like Tennessee needs to forfeit this week, so it doesn't mess with everybody else across the National Football League. But the problem, and, and you're going to get Sparky teams then that and now I'll, I'll give the NFL credit for this. I mean, we we had an outstanding preseason. Uh, what once it got rolling in the first few weeks of the regular season, I thought went off without a hitch. Again. It, it was unrealistic to expect them to go 17 weeks of the regular season without getting nicked here and there. But but there's a difference between getting nicked and absolutely getting run over by a truck, and and that's what's happened with Tennessee. So again, Sparky, I, I don't know exactly what the answer is, the numbers, how many, and stuff. That that's between the the, the players' union and the league itself to kind of I think set those boundaries and guidelines to what would lead to a potential. But Rob, person. real but quick, I, Sparky, just let me. I'm so, I just I think that's got to go on the table, though, doesn't it? Yes. The potential of a forfeit to keep these teams from from running wild at times. But the issue is, according to reports, that if that were to happen right now, the team that didn't play against them, so let's say the Bills, all those players wouldn't get game checks, and they're not playing not because of them, but because of the other team. In my opinion, I, that's a horrible mistake if that's how this plays out. Right. I, I'm a thousand percent with you, Sparky. That that's nonsense and, and I read those same reports too. It was that was kind of unbeknownst to me that Buffalo in this situation or whatever would would also have to forfeit a game check. That that's nonsense. Again, I think this is this is up to the players union and the league to get it figured out and, and a team then like Buffalo isn't penalized in a situation like that or whoever the opponent is of whoever might commit that sin in the future. I, I, Sparky, I'm hoping just with the, you know, the publicity this has garnered and, and kind of the hits Tennessee has taken nationally. You saw this happen at the start of Major League Baseball, right, with the Cardinals and, and some other people. And I, and I really thought the second half of that Major League Baseball schedule went pretty well. I, I, I'm optimistic, or I'm hopeful at least, that, that the NFL kind of gets this contained right now and, and gets it cleaned up a little bit too. I mean, maybe eventually they have to go bubbles and, and stuff like that in various, in various places. Um, but, but Spark, yeah, you're, you're spot on that, that the opponent in a situation like this, whoever's playing Tennessee, uh, absolutely should not have to forfeit a game check. And, and I, I think the league and the union need to figure that out. Steve, you got any more questions on that? Uh, on that specifically? Well, yeah, yeah. I'll follow up, I guess. If you're going to change, are you going to go yeah, change the Packers? Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Rob, one more here. So when yes, we sir. start, to, because in that, in that, I'm not going to get him, but that piece by Mike Sando, <laughs> one of those executives just went in and said they yes, should lose draft did. picks. They yes, should, they, they should get fined. 
No game checks for the players. I mean, he went all in on this thing and pretty much said, you got to set a precedent to scare the bejesus pretty much out of every single player in the NFL and their organization to make sure that it doesn't happen again and that if the penalty's not severe enough, that this will just continue to happen because people won't fear the consequence. Well, I'm not opposed to that whatsoever. I mean, they're going to take every step necessary to to have a season. There's there's too much at stake, and 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 I think if they leave the door open where the penalties aren't severe and harsh enough, Sparky, um, you know, if Tennessee gets off in this situation with with nothing more than a than a slap on the wrist and can move forward, and these guys are doing it again a month down the road, then yeah, you clearly didn't establish strong enough boundaries. It's like anything with your children or or what have you, right? They're going to push the envelope on this stuff as as far as possible, and at some time, at some point in time, if you if you want them to follow the rules and and, and follow the laws established. And, and really, it's the only way for this league to have any success of getting to January or February is everybody's got to buy all in. And um, But right now, clearly not everybody is doing that, Sparky. And, and, and so I, I'm a 1,000% with that executive who, who said that to Sando, that if, if you need to go to that extreme and scare the bejesus out of these guys, then, then I absolutely support that 100%. No, I mean I, I do too. I mean, I mean you just don't want guys running rough shot and doing what they're supposed to do. I mean, not doing what they're supposed to do, and I, I think that leads to problems. And the NFL don't want to try to cancel all these games and restart them again. I guess my question for you, uh, Robbie, uh, how surprised are you uh, with this offense? Matt Lafleur, um, Aaron Rodgers. Listen, I, I just they are without Alan, Alan Lazard without. Devontae Adams without uh, Mercedes Lewis, and these guys go in and put up 30 points. I mean, you're talking about two starting receivers and a starting tight end, and they didn't miss a beat. Yeah, and they're at 38 points a game for the season right now, Gary, which would be a franchise record. It was 35 and 11 under McCarthy. Uh, I'm surprised at at how dramatic the improvement is, Gary. You know, they they were like 22 and a half, 23 points a game at this point last year. You know, so we're talking they're up 15 points a game. I, honestly, I thought they'd be better in year two here of Lafleur, even though they didn't add any immediate help in the draft and, and pieces in the draft. But, but you know, I thought two, three, four points they would jump per game. Uh, I think they were 18th last year in total offense. I thought maybe they'd get up to 10th or 12th, right? They're, you know, they're number one and number two in these categories right now. So I am surprised by that. Um, Gary, the, you know, the key number there that it, they're plus 51 in point differential, which leads the league. You remember last year they were sneaking by people. All these games were one-score games, and, and we kept saying, my Lord, you know, they're, the, they're one of the poorest 13-3 and three teams ever, and, and they're not as good as their record indicates. Well, right, right now they, they lead the league in point differential, and, you know, in addition to, be, in, in addition to being 4-0, and oh, I mean, they're blowing people out, which is, you know, what Leroy's 96 team did, for example, and what they did in, in 2011 when they walloped up on people. Um, it's, a, you know, top to bottom right now, flip a coin. It's them, the Chiefs, and the Seahawks, to me, as the three best teams in football. Um, I, I thought they'd win the division, Gary. I thought they'd be a playoff team, but, you know, I, I thought they'd maybe win a playoff game or something like that and then bow out to the, the Saints or the 49ers or somebody like that. But, but right now they look, they look to me, them or the Seahawks, as the class of the NFC. Yeah, Rob, I want to, uh, Steve, give me a reset before I, because y'all done woke this man out. Give me a reset. Sure. And talk with Rob Reichel of Forbes right here on the Wendy's Big Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Uh, Rob, can they win with this defense, though? Because, again, 
Curtis gone, Kenny Clark is gone. Those guys are gone. You got some other guys, and people may not even recognize the Chris Barnes and the Ty Summers, and all these guys. I mean, can they? Do you think they? Oh, they remember back in 15, the fifteen and one year, the defense was terrible. They just outscored everybody. Do you think they'll win like that, or sooner or later, one of these teams is going to catch up with them? Well, Gary, remember that team was 32nd in the league in total defense. This team, I mean, amazingly, and, and I think this will surprise some of the listeners who haven't delved into this, these guys are 12th right now in total defense, which isn't terrible. They're 18th in scoring. They're 12th in total defense. I mean, I think it's completely unrealistic, Leroy, to, to say, hey, they're going to keep scoring 30-some-odd points a game all the mm-hmm, way through. Mm-hmm, um, they're, mm-hmm. they're not, not going to score 38 every week. They're going to see defenses like the 49ers at, at some point in time. You know, if, if they would see the Steelers in the Super Bowl or something like that, that that's an elite defense. And, and, and defenses like that are probably going to keep you to 20, aren't they? Um, so then you do have to, to man up and, and, and play high-level defense. This defense is good enough, I think, though, Leroy, for them to win 13, 14 games and steal home field advantage. They don't, they don't ask this defense to, to obviously go win football games. Um, it, they just they, they, they want to be terrific in the red zone. They want to keep people to three. They'll give up some chunk plays along the way, but they want to stiffen. They want to win the red zone, Leroy, and they want to win the turnover battle. And, uh, you know, they, they've done that so far. They haven't gotten as many turnovers as last year, but they'll make big plays here or there. The Darius Smith play against the Saints and things like that will stand out. Mm-hmm. Again, I, again uh, Leroy, I thought there were some really good signs Monday against the Falcons. I thought it was the best game the secondary has played. They were much better up front against the run without Penny Clark, and, and I would expect Penny Clark comes back and probably plays in that Tampa Bay game next Sunday. Um, I, I think they're seeing some goals from those young inside linebackers, like you mentioned, Barnes and, and Summers, and, and they will get Cooksey back at, at some point in time. So, I mean, Leroy, I, I think there's pieces there. It's not going to be a top-10 defense when it's all said and done, but I think if they're somewhere in that 11 to 15 range, Leroy, that's oh, going to be enough to win a lot of regular season games and probably get your home field advantage in the postseason. We were talking about this uh, earlier in the week uh, with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette. Oh, it's been a talking point on this show, <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to have to ask you as well, Bob Reichel. <laughs> do, do you think this division race is over? Well, I mean, Chicago's only a half a game back and one game in the loss column. I, I would, I would tend to think Green Bay's a dramatic favorite. But I think you're probably going to extremes to say, to say it's over right now, Spark. I mean, like I said, I, I think Chicago's a 9-10 win team and probably gets a wild card berth. I think Green Bay's a 13 win team again, um, maybe 14. I mean, yeah. So it's over. That's what you just said. You said there's a three to four game difference based on the numbers you just threw out. But but we're a third of the way. Nah, it doesn't matter the unless they hey, find hey. a quarterback. <laughs> Stop! Oh, Don't no. be harassing that man. <laughs> Stop harassing that man. Go ahead, Robbie. Don't let him harass you. Here's what, let, let me let you know. These guys are setting you up, Robbie. Uh, Not these Steve, guys. Come on, Gary. Yeah, no, you two. And I'm, I'm surprised at you, Leroy. I, I really am. These two guys are pretty much said the season's over, Robbie. Yeah, I, if, if, if that's the case, they might as well just stop playing the game. We, we right. I'm just waiting for the right. NFC Championship game with Seattle, really, at this point. I, I'm just well, kind of hanging out. Let's I'll just see what right happens. Back, Parky, do, not, do not overlook San Francisco. I know they're beating nonsense right now, but they, you, everybody in this state remembers the two games last year. 
No team is better equipped to hammer. No Bosa, no Solomon Thomas, no wide receivers to speak of. Debo Samuel's nice. Come on. Terrific offensive line that can keep the ball 40 minutes with those running backs. Sure. That's the key of Eden Green Bay. So I'm just saying. They all hurt. Yes, yes. it it looks like Green Bay and Seattle do not forget about San Francisco, which everybody's going to do, and they're going to love it when they go to the playoffs 10 and 6, 11 and 5, and everybody's overlooking them. Um, I'm with you, Sparky. Green Bay's got. There's a there's a major gap between the Packers and the there Bears. There we go. And and really yep. the Packers and anybody else. Detroit, but we all remember, we all remember 2013 and 2017. The quarterback misses some time, and anything can happen. So I I, I think it's premature to say it's it's absolutely over. But but the way things are shaping up, Green Bay should certainly be one of the top two seeds in the Steve, NFC playoffs. Steve, give Robbie the first question. Give Robbie the first question we had today on the docket. Can you give it uh, to him? Sure. Sure, no problem. Are you more worried about the Bears or less worried about the Buccaneers after Thursday night football? Well, I don't I don't think there's a great concern with Chicago one way or the other when it when it's all said and done. Spark again, I, I think Green Bay's dramatically better than them. Chicago's got a better defense, but the Chicago can't keep up in a you know, it, it, when it comes to scoring. Tampa's interesting. I mean, they will get better and better, and they'll get Godwin back and, and some of those other guys. But, again, I, I think Tampa's about the fourth or fifth best team in the conference. So I, I, I forget exactly how you pose the question. I, I think Tampa's a much greater risk to Green Bay long-term. The question was, who are you more worried about the Bears after the game or less worried about Tampa? I, I honestly, Sparky, I don't think there's great concern for either team. I, I think the NFC is a three-horse race. I think Agreed. it's Green Bay, Seattle, and San Francisco. I really do. I, I think those other teams will be in that four, five, six, seven range for the postseason. But I don't think any of them really pose a great threat. I don't think I don't think New Orleans does with that quarterback who can't throw it any farther than me and you right now, Sparky. Um, I don't I don't think the Rams are deep enough um, to hold up through the course of the season. They're top heavy with that roster. The, the NFC East is nonsense. So, um, no, I, I think it's a three-horse race. I think it's the 49ers still, the, the, the Seahawks, and the Packers, Sparky. All right. There you go. Anything else, Gary? No, that sounds good to me. Good? Okay. Just making sure. You got uh, Leroy, you got anything for your – I'm good, my brother. I'm good. For your partner. Hey, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to let you go just yet. Don't let him go just yet, Steve. Not not just yet, because I yet. I'm I am curious about something else here. But what are you confident in or concerned? No, 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 no. They don't play anybody this week. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Nicely played, though. Yeah. No, he yeah, can he can still do stuff. What he confident? Yeah, go ahead. He can go do, ahead, that. Steve. do you think that go we're going to see more Dylan before the end of the season oh, is up, with, as well as Jones that, and Jamal Williams are playing? They keep saying they want to get him on the field more, but it's it's just words, right? It's it's like yep. telling you they you know, a, a, actions is what speaks the loudest. I, I don't. There's only so many snaps in a game for the running backs, right? And and you've got a Pro Bowler, one of the top three to five backs in football, and Jones, and you've got another guy in Jamal Williams who's going to be starting for somebody next year, Sparky. Somebody's going to give him decent money this off season. Um, to answer your question, I, I'm going to say no. I mean, Jamal Williams does everything well, doesn't he? Um, he, he is, exactly. This, this, this is a stat that's going to blow the mind of your listeners, Becky. He's been here three and a half years. He's never fumbled a football. I mean, that, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Um, that's amazing. Phenomenal at pass bro. He's a three-down back. He can catch. His yards per carry are never going to be great, but he's got more wiggle. And he can dance. 
And he can dance. Leroy, you love that. That's right. I, you know, That's right. He's the, he's the man can dance. dance, right? And, and I mean, <laughs> what more can you say about Aaron Jones, right? I mean, that, that's a top five back in, in the league without question, and, and they're going to have to open up the ball to, to pay him to keep him in town, and, and they really do need to do that. Um, so Sparks, a simple answer to Steve question. Say you I, only I, get, wait a minute, wait, Rob, Rob. Steve yes, said you only get, get seven to ten million, seven to eight million dollars, something like that. That's what Sparky thinks Aaron Jones. Could. I think he can get more than that. He's going to be paid like Kamara, and he's going to be paid like that's what I said. And, and those that's people. what I said. Whether, whether that's Green Bay Sparky or not, or it's the Dolphins. If, if it, again, I'll just reiterate what I've said in the past, and I told David Bakhtiari this myself. If he gets paid that type of money, and then Bakhtiari's making what we think he's going to make, then we're going to go with David Bakhtiari if I'm going to be given the choice of those two going forward. But if Aaron Jones is 7 to $10 million and Bakhtiari's 22, then I'm going with Aaron Jones. I don't think they can pay Bakhtiari tons of money, the guy, the guy the left. That's what he wants. Well, I, I'm just saying, I don't think they can go there. I mean, Houston's paying him $6 million more than any other left tackle yep. in football, Sparky. That's I mean, it's, it's Well, that's not Bakhtiari's fault. He's just going off of what everybody else is getting. It's Well, it's not everybody else. It's just Tunzel, and that's Bill O'Brien's fault, isn't it, for, for and That's why he got fired. But Rob? He's out of a job right now. But Rob, Sparky. look at Alex Rodriguez. He changed the course of economics and baseball, that huge deal he signed back Twice. in the day, Twice. with Texas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that was just one owner, but he changed everything. Here's what's going to happen. They'll find the money for Bakhtiari is my prediction. They'll find the money for Jones. But in the process, guys like Corey Lindsley and Kevin King are going to end up going somewhere else, which is going to be unfortunate. But you can't That's pay true. everybody. Leroy, you were part of this after great Super Bowl teams. When you walk, sure really good players have to leave town. It, it stinks. Yep. I mean, Corey Lindsley is playing better than any center right now in football. Yep. But my guess is he probably won't be doing that next year in Green Bay. Um, they've, they've tried forever to find a pair of competent, high-quality uh, stud corners to play together. They finally have that with Alexander and King. King's going to probably be in a different uniform next year. But my prediction, Spark, is they'll find the money for Jones and they'll find the money for Dottiari. I don't Good. think they do, but we'll see. Rob, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate thank it. You, oh, thank you, Rob. Always you guys. Take care. There is Rob Reichel on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious, just breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Coming up next, the Wisconsin Badgers. Yes. Gary, <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with him? Today? Hey, man. Yes. I, I don't, I don't make the stuff up, man. Yeah, no, Gary, no. Gary put it up on his Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, right. Gary will tell you the details. If you think he's scared mm-hmm. about the Packers and their expectations, wait till mm-hmm. you hear what he has to say about the Badgers' expectations. Uh-oh. That's next. But first, let him tell you about a place he's not scared of. And that's the Jewelry Center. Yeah, three locations, guys. Three locations. Seven six in Layton in Layton Plaza in Brookfield, Blue Mile Road, and Tri State National Bank Building. And third location for you folks in Burlington, Wisconsin. I know a lot of people are um, still afraid to get out and because of the COVID and all that kind of good stuff. Well, if you are, uh, then you can go to shoptjc.com. That's shoptjc.com. I met with Dean the other day, and listen, they've got a great website out there, guys. And they've got uh, where you can build your own diamond engagement ring right there at shoptjc.com. Guys, you don't even leave your house to design it. You can design it right there on their website with your wife, girlfriend, right there. Hit submit, and within 48 hours, 
um, they will reach back out with the price for the ring. And it's a great thing. Uh, you can change the diamond size, put a diamond in. You can uh, different colors. You're talking about silver, you, that rose gold, or whatever you like. And it can all be created right there at your fingertips. And, and virtual appointments, too, guys, they got it. They got virtual appointments, uh, if you like. And wedding bands, men's wedding bands. They got a lot of men's wedding bands, too, there. And, guys, they are one of 10 jewelers in the United States handpicked to launch the uh, Lightbox Jewelry. That is a lab-grown, beautiful gift uh, for your girlfriend. Diamond earrings. Uh, check them out right now at shoptjc.com and uh, their, their selection. And, guys, when you talk to my good friend, Dean, you got to tell them that the guys from the Big Show sent you or that Gary sent you. And if you want to go in, three locations. They can go in. You, everybody's got masks on. They're masked up. His staff is masked up. Everybody walking in there is masked up. So if you feel like you want to walk in, because sometimes you like to see and feel the stuff that they're buying. I get that. But they also offer you the shoptjc.com website. So go check them out there. And I can find the light box on there, right? Two gear on the yeah, website? Uh, yes. Yeah, all that's right there at shoptjc.com. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you need curbside, private meeting, or anything because of COVID concerns, they will accommodate. Go see my good friend Dean Murray at the Jewelry Center. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.